my life I has to fight, nigga. All's my life, ah. Hard times like, yeah. Bad trips like, yeah. Nazareth, I'm fucked up, homie. You fucked up, but if God got us, then we gon' be alright. Off of a 0-6 start, we are back at you guys in month seven, 2020. Currently 0-6. Hopefully uh, July, you know, is a turning point. 0-6. <clears throat> to me, it sounds like it's gonna be another 0-7. Really? Yeah, because Kanye just, you know, let's not let's not get into that. But yo, welcome back to the episode. This episode <laughs> six. Six, yes. Episode this six, guy season always two. forgets the episode numbers. It's because okay. we do so, like, yeah. They, they, the conversations just go. But uh, I'm your co host, Ivan, here with the young money millionaire, <clears throat> Ibrahim Abaji. You know how it is. And today we got a. What should I say? It's a, it's a Bantaba episode. It's a real Bantaba because the yeah. men them are here. Um, we got two special guests. Who took time out of their Sunday to come and record with us, and I've I've been looking forward to this episode for like two weeks now because it's just necessary. Um, but without further ado, would you just introduce our two most distinguished guests? I mean, so you know, you know, you know, like you said, the where the concept we have what we call Ivan the the association of the boys. The mandem. The mandem. So, you know, it's very... Would it be infamous around our friends group, the association of the boys? I don't uh, say, say like, I think it's famous. Yeah. I, I won't call it infamous, you yeah. know? They they know who the mandem yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is, a, you know, this is, as you can say, we we have a collection of brothers um, that, you know, not only we look forward to, look up to, but, you know, uh, we... We hang out and uh, have good times and have good conversations, have bands. So it's only right that, you know, we run it back this time and record it. No doubt. Um, so without further ado, uh, like Ivan said, we'd like to introduce. Uh, we'll start off with, we've had we've had him before. Yeah. Dropping some bars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, giving us some tips on financial success. Uh, we've had him, you know... He could be known. I call him Jim Master, but uh, we've had him. It's Ivan's big brother, uh, Matt, Mr. Matthew Idro. Yeah, what up? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, and also, the second guest we have is the new guest to the show. Yeah. Uh, famously known as Uncle Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jeff, Jeff, I met, same thing, Jeff, we went to the same school, but I met Jeff during my first internship. Uh, and he's been a big brother for me here, mentor and all that. So we're glad to have him here. So without further ado, too, we'll introduce you, Mr. Jeffrey Gabo. Thank you very much. Yes, welcome, 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 welcome. yes sir. Um, so, yeah, we'll let you guys introduce yourselves again, the rundown, uh, where you're from, a little bit about your heritage and, you know, yes, what sir. brings you to the Banta, to the Bantaba. All right. I'll start off. Uh, name is Jeffrey Gabo. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Um uh, family. My mother is from Haiti and my father is from Ghana, um, but uh, born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Um, moved here about seven or seven or eight years ago. Um, so been working with Boeing, with Brima, and yeah, glad to be here. How, how, how does that? How, how did you grow up in Chicago all your life? 
Yeah, so grew up in Chicago all my life, and then uh, went to college in in Florida. At Riddle, right? Yep. Yep. How how did you like the transition from Chicago to? Seattle? Um, it was good. It was good. Um, it was it was different. I would say I would never live in Florida ever again. <laughs> yeah, we, I would we never live in Florida ever again. None of us are going. Yeah, back. I'll, I'll visit, but I'll definitely never live yep. there again. Um, <laughs> Not even Miami. Nah, not nah. even Miami too. Uh, I I'll definitely visit Miami, but definitely mm. never live there. But I mean, it was cool. Um, it was good to to see a different, you know, I say different different group of people. Um, mm. I'll say the people in Florida are definitely different than than what I've lived with. So um, yeah, it was cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Dope, dope. Mr. Matt. Yo, I'm back. <laughs> back again. Back again. Uh, my name is Matthew Idro. Like we said um, earlier, Ivan's older brother. Um, grew up in Uganda for about 11, 12 years. Moved here uh, around the eighth grade, I believe. Yeah, eighth grade. Uh, been living in Seattle uh, most of my life. Um, went to UW, got a degree in finance. Um, parents are from Uganda and Rwanda. Um, I like to say we claim Uganda a lot more because yeah. that's, that's what we know. Yeah. Um, besides that, um, I'm just a human being. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's very underrated in these times. In these times, you know, a lot of people don't have that quality mm-hmm. in a human being. Yep, yep, <laughs> so, exactly, exactly. Yeah, man. But in today's news, what do we got? We got Mr. Kanye West running for president. <laughs> yeah. Which Jeff has a hot take on that. I, I want to hear what you think about it. You know, it was funny because I was sitting down and I heard about it um, just randomly. It was just, I was just, what, middle afternoon um, and just heard, hey, Kanye West is running for president. I'm like, get out of here. I'm like, that's just a joke. I'm like, what is he running against uh, Trump as a Republican? And I heard it was like as an independent. So, I mean, I was just sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, what's the what's the benefit of him running? And we all know that he's cool with Trump and everything like yes. that. So in my head, I'm thinking, all right, maybe he's just trying to pull away the younger and like the black boat, mm-hmm. you know, those that will be like, oh, it's Kanye West. Let me go and put him in. He's cool, eh. you know, but that's really what my perspective is, because I know I think Trump actually realizes that he's not going to get the black vote and he's not going to get the young vote. So but will black people really vote for even Kanye do? Because eh. he's been like canceled in this black culture this, since when he they, said like slavery was a choice. I don't think. Black people are really rooting for Kanye to say, oh, well, now I'm going to vote for Kanye because he's running. I mean, but you have black people vote for Trump, too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's like less than 5% of black people. I think there's also like a class of new school voters who have no desire to vote for Trump or Biden and they see Kanye. It's like a bunch of... I would say if mm. anything, Kanye is going to get more white votes than black votes from running for president. I, I wouldn't dispute that either, but I'm I'm saying there's there's a class of like voters that are young mm-hmm. and have no interest in politics. Right? Yeah. So to them it might even be a joke. Like if I'm freshly eighteen this year and I gotta vote, you know what I mean? Right. It's like you're gonna vote for Kanye. I'm not voting for Kanye, I'm just saying You heard it first. You heard it first. I'm just saying like <laughs> as a young mind it might be enticing, you know. Hmm. Anything is possible, yo. 
some people voted for Trump in 2016. Well, yeah, Harambe so, so did get 60,000 votes. <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? In 2016. So, so people ju- voted for Joe Exotic in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. So people yeah. don't take elections seriously. seriously yeah. but, I'm you just know. saying that anything's possible, especially once Trump g- came into office. It's well, the, Trump the respect for the office is, is gone. Yeah, anybody can run. Be. You know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anybody can run, but yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Like I said, I feel like it's a publicity stunt again from Kanye, always trying to fill one's attention. That's how I look at it. But it's even too late for that. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> like, I still don't think it's real, honestly. Like, just kind of like he was saying, like, it's just a publicity stunt to me. So it's like, the most, the most interesting fact about that, though, mm-hmm. is Kim Kardashian is one of the biggest, like, prison reform advocates. True. Mm-hmm. And... I, like that, I find that wild that it's like, here's Yeezy, right? And then here's Kim, who like everybody paints to be in like an airhead, right? Which she might not be, but she is one of the biggest like prison reform act, um, activists and, and advocates. And she's been involved in quite a few like high profile cases. So, I mean, the both of them combined, I mean, they both have a huge following. So it's not like, yeah. you know, they're worthless people. It's just like, we always like kind of see Kanye and always think about like all the negative things that we've seen of him, like you know mm-hmm. the slavery thing, the you know when he went on TV and said you know George Bush doesn't care about black people. So it's kind of like been up and down. So he, in in the news, it's kind of like oh this guy like <laughs> Kanye yeah. West, you know. He's always been like a real like yeah polarizing yeah, yeah. polarizing like yeah. that's how I look at him. He's always been polarizing. I mean early Kanye, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he was like that though. Early Kanye, I think he just when didn't... he said George Bush does George Bush doesn't care. <laughs> I about mean, but people, was he yeah. wrong though? Huh? You, oh, why was he wrong? No, he was no, wrong. At the moment, how he, he said it, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I think he just... Very controversial. Or go on national TV and just say it flat out like that. Bro, you know? How so many artists would have done yeah. that? I think he was always like that. He just maybe didn't use his platform before. Yeah. Because as a young artist, like, you want to do everything right. Yeah. Everything that's... You, you need to, to make that, yeah. like, money and everything, so... But now that he's I was running for president... You know, this is my problem with these things, what's happening, especially with celebrities now. Okay, fine. Donald Trump has a reason why this happens. Like, celebrities and people like Kanye, they're not, like, educated even enough. Mm. And now they want to start making political statements. They want to start, you know, talking like as if they know the history or they know, like, what changes or what, you know, what's really going on. Like, I don't feel like, you know... He's knowledgeable enough now. He can claim like he knows America. He knows what people want. But I don't think he's even knowledgeable enough. But that's the same this thing like that saying I don't, That's why I don't listen to celebrities, most of them, on their opinions. Because I'm like, you're not knowledgeable enough. Or you haven't even probably even done your research enough. Or, you know, read enough about this. But you just want to go and start spilling opinions. But this, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Same thing I'll Trump give it to Killer Mike, though. Killer Mike, I'll say, knows this but stuff. Yeah, that's but it, I'm that's saying, all yeah. yeah. Exactly. But, but, Someone but, but, like Killer Mike, who does, you know, like, okay, he's knowledgeable on this stuff. He's right. knowledgeable. He does research. Then I'll give you credibility. But most people, they don't know anything. They're just yeah. out here acting like they know. I mean, but that's the same exact thing that happened to Donald Trump, though. Like, yeah. He doesn't know shit. But... but yeah, I guess. He, look at where he is now. He, like, four years later, we're still like, whoa, this clown is still on here, you know? On I mean? paper, he knows nothing about politics. Yeah, yeah. Except maybe lobbying because he's an, a billionaire, mm-hmm. so he has to persuade, like, locals or uh, official lawmakers to make laws, like, favorable to him. But, but So, th- that's, that's, that's true. But my thing is, like, um, 
Tig speaking specifically, <laughs> specifically to like the black community. Uh-huh. Like, let's say, you know, and I notice a lot of people were going after either black celebrities like J. Cole, for example. Remember yeah, when yeah, J. Yeah. J. Cole's song that he did? People mm-hmm. attacking him for attacking No Name. How can you say that you don't read your ignorant and stuff? Or people saying, why hasn't this celebrity said anything? Or some celebrity say something in, like Terry Crews saying, you know, it doesn't, we don't want like black power or something, mm-hmm. black dominance. We doesn't mean black lives don't matter. So you see, very ignorant statements being mm-hmm. made from people and their opinions, I feel like they're not, why should we even care about them? Because in hindsight, they're not really knowledgeable or they shouldn't be the leaders of like the black community. They might have the influence, but we should not take influence from people who we know that they're not really knowledgeable on this or really have even I read think, or done their research to speak on these I, things. I think that's what like cancel culture is moving towards. So it's not so much like you're canceled, you can't ever say anything again. It's more so like... We're not going to value your opinion? Yeah, because we gave you that platform, mm-hmm. we can take it away too. Mm. So I think that's like the the way cancel culture is moving towards rather than like the the how we know it as like, you're canceled, like mm-hmm. you can't talk, shut up, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's how I think it's, it's moving is in that direction where it's like, if you misuse your platform, so Terry Crews saying, you know, some wild shit or so whoever, <laughs> you know, then it's like, all right, well... Now you you don't like deserve a, a platform anymore, so we can right. take it away from you. Take it away, you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who has been the most disappointing celebrity you guys have seen in terms of what they've seen so far? Ooh, that's a good question. There's a couple actually. Uh, <laughs> I know that my my most impressive. I don't know the most disappointing. Who's your most impressive? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah, 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 up the, there. The A46. Dave Chappelle's up there. He, up there. he knocked that out the park, yo. Yeah, he How did. he ended that with the streets will speak for themselves. Yeah, like, Dave Chappelle nice. is up there. I agree. Killer Mike is like my number one. I feel like Killer Mike is the leader of the whole entire movement. Yeah. To be honest, like because he has a platform and he knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So. I, for me, it's Killer Mike. For most impressive, most disappointing, ugh, that's that's, it hurt. that's really hard. I think it's also hard to say because I think I feel like like right now these times are so sensitive. It's like people are trying to stay back. You know? Yeah, you know I, I, mean? I, I definitely think so. like I no one's like, no one's seeing anything. Exactly, there would be a lot more um, a lot more things said. But since the topic is so sensitive, especially with the racial injustice going on right now, it's like you know.
in 2000, what's that, 2009, yeah. when Zdranis Olgowskis, remember him? Yeah. I'm not Big Z. Um, who's the other big Russian dude? He signed with the Lakers like 60 mil for two years after he played with LeBron, right? That's like LeBron is like increasing their value, right? Mm-hmm. With, with, with Pippen... And like the rest of MJ's teammates, it was like he was so he was such the center that like to me the goat inclu- is very inclusive and like makes everyone around him that much better. Ah, uh, you can't and, use that. And one. MJ, yeah, yeah, you can't use that one. No, 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 MJ no, 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 had no, no. to be the center. Are this guy trades his whole team. You're telling me what? I brought trades his whole teammates and throws them under the bus. You know what I'm talking about? How many people that LeBron James played with are going to the Hall of Fame? How many? Besides D-Wade Chris Bosh. Right. And we're talking about value. Yeah. How many of them are going to the Hall of Fame? Besides D-Wade Chris Bosh. I don't even know if Kyrie right now, maybe. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Uh-huh. Who else? Dennis Rodman. Who else? Okay, Dennis Rodman, but he was he was self made. You feel me? It's like it's like Chris yeah, Bosh going. He's already he made. Already like, did his yeah. team. Okay, who else? For who? Jordan. The Bulls. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Who else? <laughs> Jeff. Okay, now you for. Got oh, yeah, but who else? For who's who, for LeBron? Who, LeBron. Who? Bad people. Come on, son. Who? Let me, let me start no, huh? on the on the Cavaliers. From the Cavs. Yeah. Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Guaranteed. Probably. Probably, he's guaranteed going to the Hall of Fame. I don't know if about guys. Like he didn't make, he didn't make, he didn't make Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving was already made. But he was a he was no 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 no. You can't go and say you can't go talk about. You're saying Kyrie's success is because of LeBron. I said what? You're saying Kyrie's success is because of not, LeBron. But he sure as hell helped it. Mm, hey, I think him, so. Gave him a ring. He let Kyrie gave him a ring. Kyrie pulled that game out. Kyrie pulled that game five, six, and seven out because LeBron let him. Michael Jordan's taking that last shot. God knows if he makes it or not. He probably will make it. But I'm just saying, LeBron let him. So wait. So your original point is LeBron. Because I say LeBron is top five in terms of athletes. If I agree. All around. I agree. What they've done off the court and on the court, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying he's one, number one. I'm not gonna say number one, but I'm gonna say top two. Top two. Who's one in the NBA? Maybe top three actually, because I can't. No, we're talking about all black athletes. We're talking about black. Oh, athletes. black. Oh, oh, I can't say all that. Oh no, because there's a lot. Like there's you go historically, Jackie Robinson. Muhammad Let's not Ali, even go historically. Let's say in modern like, times right now. Modern times, yeah, guaranteed. Who else is up there? Uh, we, we're saying in 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 their sport and outside of their sport, yeah. who's number one? I mean, inside of the sport and outside, I'd have to say LeBron James. And like of all time, all time. I don't know. All if time, I, I don't know. because I don't think Michael Jordan did enough for the for the community when he was when he was playing. When he had a platform to do something, but do you especially understand? especially say like when when Kaepernick was kneeling or anything yeah. anything with the Black Lives Matter movement was happening, Michael Jordan really didn't say didn't anything. Say nothing. Yeah, until, it became, really until it became a popular topic to talk about, that's when he donated a lot of money. Right, which is always now. like super super late. Like right, you know, like it's always like one and of the in the nineties he he had the platform. He was like the the right. center of the world and he wouldn't speak up on stuff like that yeah. you know it was people outside of the nba no, like, there like are some nba athletes what's his name he plays in the big three he's did the first thing before cap he stopped something mahmoud abdul something the one, the, yeah yeah, but he was yeah. From the when 90s. He did, he that's what i'm saying that's the mj when he didn't do the pledge of elite is it that he one? did national anthem yeah, he, did, yeah, anthem. he yeah, did what yeah. cap used to do yeah, he yeah. didn't stand up for it and he yeah. would have his and hands like out like this like he was praying yeah they kicked him out of the nba because of it right so to me it's like People who don't even have a bigger platform as MJ, and MJ was like, yeah. it's not my responsibility. Well, he's right. It's not his, but like now we can't even consider you in the, 
in the goat conversation. No, I, look, I'm not taking from it away inside from, outside. From LeBron, inside outside. Let's yeah. make it inside, clear. Outside, I, yeah. I, let it let it be clear. I said inside outside. Yeah, no, that's what inside I'm saying. is that's Michael Jordan. Inside, it's not even. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, not, it's not, not even a competition. From. Inside. This will have to wait till LeBron gets his last. Yeah, year. that's a, yeah. Let's if wait. he let's gets wait his last, year. <laughs> yeah, I'm like if. Ain't no ifs, bro. We're going to Orlando and coming out with a chip, bro. Did Where? you not see, the, did you know, not see him practice? Clippers. Who? Milwaukee. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Look, you know, I, I think the the whole reason they're bringing back the NBA is just for LeBron to win a ring. That's the only reason. You think so? That's what I think. Get this guy out here. What okay. is the real reason why the NBA is coming back? Money. The same reason every Besides other money and LeBron. <laughs> like money. Money, bro. money is everything. Yeah. No, no, no. Money. Forget I'm saying like forget money, right? right. Of course, money is everything that why that's right. why they're rushing to open the economy. We know that. Right. I'm saying if you take away money from it, what's the real who's pushed the most? Who really wants the league to resume? There's no one else besides LeBron that wants it more. Wait, did, but did LeBron, did LeBron say that he wants it to resume? Because I thought he was com- he was. He's the comp- first one who said the league should resume like oh, that. Really? He's the first okay. athlete who was like, "No way, we're canceling." Because think about it. Well, my man is getting old too, so. Well, that's his fault. <laughs> he's on, he's he's on that he's three and by. six in the finals. You know? Oh my! Yeah, God. I mean, hey, well, <laughs> hey, it's facts. <laughs> we're, we're putting out facts. Do this three and six in the finals, and players have are getting testing positive for coronavirus. Yeah. You heard Steven Jackson, what he said, that, you know, he doesn't think right now is the time to be resuming sports. It's a distraction, which yeah. I agree with him largely. Right. I right. do think so. You guys so. think so? Oh. I do yeah, think so. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I do well, think so. You think for how sports for how much longer, though? Huh? No, I'm saying especially the NBA, NBA and what the NFL? platform yeah. is. For how much how longer so? do you think? I mean, because like, all their... Not all this year. I would not say I would have canceled... Yeah, yeah. The, not yeah this I think year. this year. Because, I mean, all the NBA is really what trying to do is they get to change the name on their back. That's nothing. These are like Black Lives Matter. I mean... Nobody's really hey, look. Pay. When have you ever paid attention to the yeah, back of their jersey? When have we actually, ever seen all the sports channels, social media, so focused on like you go to like undisputed? They just talking about racial issues yeah. and they're talking about this whole conversation. The moment the league comes back, that's done. Yeah, no one's having those conversations anymore. That's true. That's true. I agree with that. Do you think so? I, I agree with yeah. that. Ivan, come on. That. You think? Come on. Because I mean, even who's this? Uh, Kyrie Irving, dude on the on the Lakers, who's not. Kyrie has a whole they yeah, say there's a whole yeah. coalition of players who agree with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. That's why he's my favorite player, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I feel like it's too soon, man. Like, especially now, it's just too soon. Yeah. To, to okay, then back. what about NFL? Even that boy they, I have least respect for NFL players. Because I've never met a sports league that literally owns a day of the week, which is Sundays. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. The NFL owns that day and Bro, people need their football. They're gonna, they're gonna resume. And here's they the never thing cared about with anybody. NFL, but right? Those players, they don't have nowhere near the power that NBA players have. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I think if they, if they, think if they it. actually banded together, especially they the black players, they didn't do it for Cap. They didn't do it for Kaepernick. But what I, 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 I don't know. I'm not. I'm saying a few of them did. A few of them did. Minority, less than five percent. I would say stood up for Cap. I yeah. say, but I said if they actually banded together, if especially the black players, they will not. if they These banded guys, together, that would be way NFL more powerful. Players, they, they're too focused because you know they don't have guaranteed contacts. They can right. Right. The NFL players are too concerned about. I feel like not losing their money or you know not anything hurting their can money. Can you blame them? Because they know the teams can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially you work so hard all your life yeah. and then you just get in and 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 like the minimum cap in the NFL is a lot different from mm. right. Listen. If they were, if the players all come together, what they're gonna, they can't cut all the players. 
they're gonna cut all the black players. I get that in theory, but then making it practical is a little difficult. So there was a situation. I think it was last year where um, a player on on the Pittsburgh Steelers. He was I forgot what his name is. He's like their center. He's he's one of their best players. He was saying like, hey, I'll pay the salaries of all like the players that aren't making a lot of money. If we if we oh. like if we go on a strike or something like yeah, that or yeah, don't yeah. play, I remember that. So yeah. I mean, if NFL players, if the top NFL players actually did Man. something like that and like helped out those other I players, the then bucks. I mean, then you make a bigger movement. But that's they why definitely I say they don't could. have power because they don't use it. They yeah. definitely could, but then I feel like that just translates to the rest of like Black America in positions what? who, in positions where they are afraid to speak up. But I feel like now we have now is the time where we I actually mean, have a platform. When to else do. are they gonna do this? Right. I, when else I think are we it's gonna, the perfect time too? Th- that's right. what I'm saying. The NBA returning in the NFL. If they don't do this now, like it's not gonna like when else? No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like sure. players are making too much money right, right now that they they're comfortable. Yeah, players are real comfortable. Bro, I'm telling you, fam. I really they're so concerned about you know even if back then in the 90s or 80s and 60s when they didn't have that much money and they still did it. So what's preventing as a player, players right now, the black players in the NFL to the NBA players from saying, you know what, now we're going to actually, we have the power. They act, the players have the power now, not the teams or the yeah. organizations. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a lot more unity in the NBA, though, um, I would say. Oh, yeah. And yeah. NBA, yeah. I think yeah. their model top. Oh, yeah. Because Even they're also the NFL, a small group. They're a smaller group, too. Yeah. But, but I feel like, like you have the best player as a leader, though. And he's actually with the movement, so, though, too. Th- but even take a look at what, like, um, remember when Drew Brees had that video? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't surprise me. The majority of players that were speaking against Drew Brees were not NFL players. It was like everybody LeBron else. LeBron was like, like one of the or, first to or come. Or like, retired. Or retired NFL, NFL players. players. Yeah, just like, like all the NFL Malcolm players. I didn't like, say yeah. that because even no, no, the no, 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 receivers were saying stuff, though. Yeah, but yeah. just his receivers. Like, just like, yeah. like what was that? A handful? Like five or whatever? Michael but like, Thomas. Michael Thomas said else, something. That makes, that was a, he's the best receiver. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the yeah best everybody else was just like. Yeah, for the most part, they just let it go. And it's like. If somebody did that in the NBA, they would be like, yo, what? like, what's wrong yeah, with this dude? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, but they're two different locker rooms, though. That's true. 53-man roster versus... Yeah. 12 I mean, it's a lot, yeah. Yeah, 12 mm-hmm. man. So then what's your guys' opinion about the fact that now the national... The, I think the first week of the NFL, they're going to do the Black National Anthem before the... I don't care for that, man. <laughs> These are all props. These are all for, well, I hope you guys are happy if we do this, you know? You know what I think, too? I think the NFL is like the ultimate wolf in sheepskin right now mm-hmm. because they just got exposed like that. Mm-hmm. So Roger Goodell's bum-ass apology to, you know, like... Did he even mention Kaepernick? The second time... No, he's... I don't think he's still apologized they to Kaepernick. Yeah, apologized no, they haven't apologized to Kaepernick. His, his whatever, like, you want to call it, statement on yeah. it, you know, and it's then... statements, man. Yeah, you know, and then the whole thing about the Black National Anthem, like, yo, no one cares about all that. I didn't even know there was a Black National Anthem. You know? It's like, we're... I remember, like, back in college, we tried to get the Black National Anthem played for, uh, like, uh, BSU. For for BSU at at our graduation. Mm -hmm. And it was a a whole thing. The school was like, nah, nah, nah. You know, like I mean, that's at the workplace, too. You you couldn't say black at the workplace, (laughs) You know? And it's like, yo, like, you guys are, like, we don't need... You guys are addressing everything but the actual issue at hand, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you're doing everything we asked you not to do. Right, right. But what we asked you to do, you haven't done a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the NFL is, nah, man. I'm, so then again, it's like, you know, you're talking about the Black National Anthem, but you're still going to play a Star Spangled Banner. 
are people still gonna kneel for that? And then the black national anthem comes on, and then you stand up. Like, you it know sounds what I mean? like, it's it's like <laughs> I feel like it's a setup. I it's feel like a it's a setup yeah, for, it's like, for more controversy for to happen. Yeah. Yeah. At the black national yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking that same thing. I'm like, just watch somebody kneel yeah. on the black national anthem yeah. and see how crazy like, that goes. Don't goes. kneel for the you know the white man's flag, but <laughs> like, right. oh, you know, all a mess. They're not addressing the issue at hand, and they're just throwing us a bunch of phony, you know, phony. It's like you know, throwing a bunch of stuff seeing okay how about this how about you know this is distractions it's like as if they give jerry jones the green light to solve and, and, and right. we, we, we <laughs> fail to talk about it but the nfl owners it's almost like slave owner mentality yeah. the way they are that's why i don't rate the nfl that's what it is that's why i really don't rate the nfl because i'm like it's not a progressive organization it's uh-huh. not a progressive league uh-huh. you know uh, they've never stood up for a, these a lot of leagues are like that too though it, and which, a lot of owners. Huh? I started with what's his name with the Clippers. But Ivan. Oh, Sterling. Uh, Sterling. Look at how the NBA yeah. dealt with it. Look at oh, how the NBA dealt with it. Look at how the. If that was an that NFL, was good. if Donald Sterling was an NFL player, NFL owner, yeah. I don't think they're fine. Oh, no, well, they so did good. it for the the um, Carolina Panthers. They Who? took down his statue at least. Who? Um, Richardson, something Richardson, the owner of the Panthers before. I think he was doing. He said something racist or something, and, and he now, lost it. They yeah, lost they, they now remember there was a point where like P Diddy was trying to buy the Panthers oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that was because he got fired or he stepped okay. down. But they re- ended up removing his statue. Nonetheless, though, they a caught lot him. more noise with we the know Sterling guy than yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, but here's the thing. But that's what I'm saying. But these leagues are dominated and being run by black athletes. Mm-hmm. On the backs of black athletes are the ones that are damaging their bodies, sacrificing their bodies, nice. you know, mm-hmm. for the entertainment of everybody. So, you know, at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. That's why they have the power if they look at it. Let me ask you this then. What does it say about the fact that NASCAR seems to do be doing more than the NFL? <sighs> That really shocked me. It, I, it I, really that, that really, I didn't <laughs> see this coming. <laughs> Jeff, you know us in Daytona 500. Right. Yeah, I'm sitting there like, we, wait. Like, we, <laughs> what's going on? That's got shocked everybody. I'm not going to lie, bro. That's yeah, all hey. of a sudden is relevant to me. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. I'm walking the races. Out. I won't lie. I'm Look, like, y'all saw that? I was guys, like, all right. What's the next NASCAR race? You know? No, but yeah. It's kind of crazy. And I know for a fact there is some racist people pushing that car. For Bubba Wallace. And that's sure. Yeah. And that yeah. loose, sure. that loose, F what the FBI said. Someone yeah. played Yeah, I don't like that. I, I don't I've like I've never seen a garage people pull would try to, People would try to pull it off like it was a Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's like, bro. No. Someone he wasn't even there. He wasn't even there when they announced it. Somebody else saw it in the garage. They told oh. him. Yeah. And out of all the garages, they say that, you know, it's been there, but the only black driver, it yeah. happens to be there. Yeah. Come on, get yeah, out of here. Exactly. What happened to the rest of them? Right. You know? But yeah. yeah, what I was saying is, I like I know for a fact there's some racist drivers pushing that car with them. But like the NASCAR, like they flex their muscle right there, where they're mm-hmm. like, "Yo, guys, we can't have this." They, and they, then, they behind the Confederate flag. From yeah, the, look, like, I'm telling you, they, in the dirty south, like yeah. that's like Confederacy. Like, I mean, we're talking about Talladega and all these places, you know what bro. Mean? Right. <laughs> Yeah, so, even when you're talking about flex, I'm like thinking of that racer that says something like, "Oh, I'm not racing in NASCAR ever again." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, NASCAR's yeah, like, I don't like, even know who you are. Like, this your bum ass out right here. He never even won nothing. Man. Man, he didn't even win anything. So that was like, funny. Bro, I, I mean, I appreciate it though. I appreciate NASCAR, especially like 
you know, Brian was saying, well, I, the T- Daytona 500 was mm-hmm. our backyard and yep. stuff. We could hear the races all the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been to the races before, and I've never felt so misplaced in my life exactly. somewhere. <laughs> so, like, me. the fact that NASCAR actually stepped up and did something, yeah. I'm just like, all right, hey. Because you see there's some, there's some black fans fun. at the at the track. They, they do, but, but and now going back to the NBA and why, you know, f- applaud this to LeBron and all what he's doing, but... If LeBron had said, you know what, to what Steven Jackson said, that this is not the time we should not be resuming. Oh, there's no season. There is no season. No if season. LeBron said that he's not playing, there's there is no season. no season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can think about how many people actually follow LeBron in the NBA. Right. Like, he's the face, of the, he's yeah, the face yeah. of the NBA. Like, there's no season. If he doesn't play, because if he doesn't like, there's play, there's no other player in the NBA right now that say that, that's gonna say they're not gonna play, and then everybody else is gonna follow. Like, yeah, yeah, Giannis yeah, yeah. can't do it. You know, I mean, nobody. Nobody. Because right? so if, if he doesn't play, it, it's like, if he doesn't play hypothetically, and somebody else wins the championship, they ain't never getting that respect. Oh, not sure. not yeah, ever. Sure, you know. So that and that's what I'm saying is he has put. Winning his fourth ring, like as my unpopular opinion, he has put it at the same level mm-hmm. as also standing. Because you know what he said? He said, you can do both. We can play and still fight. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You ha- you know. Okay, I see what you're it's saying. It's redundant. I, I and that's what I'm saying. Like that, he has his own internal motive, you know, motive of winning that fourth ring is so... Okay, fine, I get it. His career's ending. You know, he's so focused on his legacy and all that. But... You know, for all you've been outside of the court, this is now where you make your stamp as now the, I'll put him as, you know, this goat level now for mm. all around on the court and off the court. If you sacrifice winning your fourth ring, mm-hmm. you know, you know, for what's I, going on in retrospect now, like what Muhammad Ali did with his like medals. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. you know, People saying forget. I'm not going to the war and, yeah. you know, vacating like his prime he's years of his career prime. like you like he's it's like a non-discussion when he's in when we're talking about goats oh, yeah. greatest of, like, yeah. greatest of all time you know because yeah, yeah, he sacrificed so, this is and you know lebron this is not 27 28 year old 230 peak lebron mm-hmm. ali did it his peak years right mm-hmm. peak years like he was for i think 25 to like you know his late 20s he it stripped him as he didn't box Mm. But he sacrificed it for you know for a cause for a yeah. cause that yeah. was meaningful. Yeah, right. and his he's LeBron towards the end league. of his career trying to get one more that he's right. not willing to do it. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I'm not trying to like like I say I'm I'm not trying to throw a shot at him with this because all how of much of a role model he is for the community and what he all does. But I do think that if he I I, I wish he had chosen to you know listen to kind of what you know Stack said that you know this is not the time. Because, trust me, I feel like all these ESPN, all these sports channels, Fox, they're just waiting for this league to come back. And that's it. No more coverage. Mm. That's funny that we're talking about it in terms of, like, racial injustice. Like, we got to realize that there's a whole pandemic going on. We didn't even talk about that. 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 <laughs> Not even the health issues. It's like a whole bunch right. of health issues <laughs> into that. Guys, yeah. like, yo, like, and more cases and more cases are coming Keep up. Going. Players right. are yeah. testing positive in the NBA. How, someone else dropped out, I think, recently. Uh, was it DeAndre Jordan or somebody? Yeah, he, he, got, he got tested yeah. positive, He tested too. positive. They, like... So That's it's like I'm we saying. got this racial injustice stuff going on, but yo, like, what really started this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, not the racial injustice, the but like, the pandemic really just like got everything going. At least for you know the the NBA and and all the sports, um, you know, mm-hmm. sports teams, you know, sitting out and all that. 
I hope LeBron listens to this episode. <laughs> LeBron, because that's a good go take. That's hey, a good take. Hey, that's we're in quarantine. Day. You never know what you're watching. You never know what you're <laughs> like, he might just stumble across you know, it. But you know, I can say there's always two sides of it. I think you know. Of course, we know there's a monetary side of it. You know, players, the team, and stuff. But like I said, when else are you gonna have this opportunity? Because if there was no COVID. We don't get into the situation. Mm-hmm. The movement is no; it's not going to be as impactful because be people strong, are in their yeah. everyday normal lives. Mm-hmm. But because now we're in lockdown, in addition to now this, you know, uprising of you know, racial injustice, police brutality, it, this is like this is the only time. And you listen to what Kyrie was saying because you know, like I said, media they always like misquote. They just say some one line and mm-hmm. you know. But like, if you actually listen to what Kyrie was saying, like he actually like. It's not as if he's just talking out of his ass. Right. Like he was actually saying, like, "Yo, this is the time, and this is what they're trying to do. It's a distraction, you know." Right. So I don't know. I, that's how I feel about black athletes in sports, especially here in America. Mm-hmm. You know, is for how many years? You know, the whole American entertainment is largely built upon black people. You know, providing that entertainment, whether it's jumping high, mm-hmm. dribbling really well, shooting well. You know, Running singing fast. well, dancing well. Right. You know, yes, yeah. being an entertainer. Being an entertainer, mm-hmm. yeah. and you know, now when you now use that power to say, you know what, now you're not getting this because mm-hmm. you guys, you know, <laughs> if I wasn't this, if I was just a regular person, this is not how you guys treat me. Right. When else are you gonna do it? So real quick, so this this is happening in America, all of the world. You know what's going on, but what's your take on like, let's say, like the EPL coming back? The and, Premier League. Yeah. The Premier League, how many percent of the players in Premier League are black? And now, how many percent of those black players are even superstars or influential? Mm-hmm. If those black players even boycott, it probably does. It has little to no impact on mm-hmm. overall what the league. If there was it's, 70... It's not our league anyway. It's not our league. Yeah. It's in Europe. And I say if, if there were... Like, as far, I mean, it's not our league in the sense that it's like the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And it's like, league. who's affected? It's a Black Lives Matter issue, right? Yeah. We're saying... But if your league, how many percent of players in Premier League are black? Mm. I'll say less than ten percent. Mm. No, more than that. More than so why is it then that then they put the the Black Lives Matter patches on? Is it just because you feel like it is just the popular thing to do, or no? No, but their racism is different. It comes from like a lot of fans. The, in mm. soccer, yeah, yeah, football is like Europe? In, in Italy, bad, yeah. they, Italy, they throw Spain. bananas. They like really? yeah, they make monkey chants. Black players Ooh, in like Europe have shit. it the worst. They go yeah. through immense racism. And this has been going crazy. on till Even in England, every single yeah. European league, yeah, you will not find a black... Hardly, very unlikely to find a black player who has not faced racism from, like, fans. Yeah, yeah. Russia, wow. like, it's, 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 it's like horrible in Europe. Wow, wow. Like, so they're, in that, your face. That's they're the, bald about it, too. Like, yeah, yeah. What was it, like, Man City the other, like, what, last week? Somebody had that plane flew it over. Yeah, that's it. Like, all lives matter. Lives matter. All like, lives matter. They don't yeah. care. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they're very like in your superstars, face yeah. Wow. And it's been a huge problem. There's a whole say no to racism. Racism campaigns in in soccer at least and football in Europe has been going on for years. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of how bad the conditions are there towards black players, you have black players walking out of the stadiums like can't play because like fans are doing monkey chants or you know like throwing bananas on the field. It's a huge issue. So they, you know, it, I find it almost hypocritical that you know now they say Black Lives Matter because of events that are yeah. happening in America but hello like <laughs> you uh, one of the funniest yeah. things I ever saw you know Hulk the Brazilian guy mm-hmm. he's like he, he someone threw him he plays in Russia and 
Someone threw a, ba- a banana on the field. Mm. He picked it up and ate it. And then threw it yeah, back yeah. And it started a movement, right? And yeah. People started, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, like, you got to have thick skin to play in Europe. It's yeah. not like out here where it's like, you know. Yeah, you, no that's one's, what I'm saying. They, if, when they're it, in the arena, no one's going to say anything to you. That's the thing about Americans, too, is, like, they're very, like, Twitter fingers. You feel me? To what? They're, 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 Twitter fingers? Twitter fingers, yeah. yeah it's or like, lose perspective of global sense of things. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Yeah. They, they they just will say things behind closed doors. And, and that's what I like to say. And as I'm saying, even if you go, I'm, I keep using LeBron as a sus, as subject because he's the most famous and stuff. But, you know, I haven't to say NBA players, like you say, on the court. Sometimes I'm sure some people say some racist shit to them. But I'm like... On the court? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Sometimes yes. it happens. It happens. Like, yeah. From players? I remember, yes. I remember yeah. there was players going do on get, with... A lot of times they do, yeah. There was, there was issues going on. Yeah. Like Russell yeah. Westbrook. Not Russell not Westbrook too ago, not too yeah. long ago. In well, Utah said, or something. something? Yeah. Somebody said the N-word. At him. Yeah, in Utah. That, that's I think true. it was in Utah. Yeah. It was a big thing. Yeah. yeah a West, fan Russell or a player? A fan. Fans. fans. Okay, yeah. Fans. I'm talking about That's fans. I'm talking about I thought you said players. No, no. I was like, man, man. Like, no, 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 not players. You get beat up in the locker room. Hell no. Hell no. I'm saying fans, right? But if you go outside and go to countries like Europe, it's way worse. Yeah. Way worse. You're not hiding nothing. You, yeah. you reach a point where you can't even play the game. How can you play the game every time you talk to ball? People are doing monkey chants at you, right. like twenty thousand people. How does that feel? Yeah. And then when you do something good for your club, it's like these are the same people that are supposed to be. Right. You know, it's right. like what are they? Do they really respect me, or they're just worried about my talent? You know, it's I, we're just talking about here the plights of we face at least as black men when we they start exploiting our talents for mm-hmm. what we is because. Even in, like I say, in the Premier League, right? I'll use, you know, me and Ivan, one of our favorite players, Paul Pogba. We all know mm-hmm. Paul Pogba, right? Mm-hmm. He's black. He's French. He's like one of the best midfielders in the world. Super good. Has talents that I feel like no complete midfielder, right? Unmatched talents, yeah. He doesn't go. You ain't going to catch him out there, like, getting partying, getting DUIs. And not like, like a lot of white players do and people do off the court. He doesn't even All drink. he does is dance a lot, you know, loves to dance, you know, love to, like, get haircuts and stuff. Most hated player in England. Most, like, hated player in, like, I would say in England. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the hate he gets, and it mainly comes from the media, too. Like, they don't like him. The English players, like, always blaming him, blaming him for every time United lose. Mm-hmm. You know, saying he's lazy, saying he's distracted, he's not focused. You know, all kinds of... That's, that's almost like underlying, you know, covert racism. Mm. That's what it is. So, it's like now, you know, if you're a black sport player, football player, at least in playing in Europe... You have to be like, you know, Kante. You guys know Kante? Mm-hmm. You have to be, cool. Kante, you have to be like quiet, quiet, humble. Like, you know, anything. I'm just happy to be here. Right. Whatever, you know. That's See, this why, this why, asked. this like the last episode where we were talking about Burner Boy, mm-hmm. and I said to say, like he's, you know, like yeah. Man, loud and stuff. Loud. Yeah, he's not loud, but he's he's like arrogant. arrogant yeah, you know, yeah, it was yeah, like. Yeah. I, I kind of see Burner Boy in that same light as yeah, like Burner Boy. No, no, I kind of see him like that. Yeah, he's I, like he's I misunderstood. I think it's a portrayal. We're talking about. I know that's like entertainment. Mm-hmm. Artists are could be expected to always be, but I'm talking about entertaining, especially in black athletes. Right, take it away from America, but in Europe, especially with football players, superstars, they're not expected to be, have personality that's deemed any nice personality they have, mm-hmm. and especially good. They're deemed like, oh, it's horrible. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember even um, Italian dude. Uh, Balotelli. Balotelli, yeah. Not Balotelli. Balotelli. Yeah. Yeah. Most hated player. He like, he yeah. This dude was just being himself. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Do you like, not allow to? Yeah. So, yeah, I think those those leads, uh, they have way more problems. Yeah, some real issues out there. So, when did, 
I guess one of the the things that's popping in my head is when do we when do we as a black community and it, it might be different for for soccer especially in Europe but when do we as a community start thinking about going into areas where we're more respected like for example you know there's a movement now of of high school players coming out and instead of going to these oh, top good. universities yeah, going to HBCUs yeah, yeah. right yeah, yeah. you know and They're like steps. it even goes even with us as professionals too where we're you know investing back into Africa i mean mm. there's you know there's probably a lot of people that already do it but i'm just saying as a you know as a diaspora doing it more um and just building up over there i don't know what your thoughts are i think that's where it starts right? i think yeah, yeah but sure. i think like true change really doesn't come till there's ownership you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like until we own what we produce until we own like the communities we live in then like do you call that is that some sort of segregation as well too? not exactly segregation but you like it can of course it can be inclusive but once you have ownership then you have like the right to set an agenda right mm-hmm. so it's like if you own your house right i can't come in there and start telling you what to do, right? You can make your house as inclusive and as welcoming as you want to, right? But if I come from the outside and I'm trying to push a certain agenda, like, oh, no, 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 yo, E, we can't have Senegalese in here. Like, mm-hmm. we can't have Gambians in here, you know? Then you're going to be like, wait a minute. You don't own this, so you can't push a certain narrative, right? So for me, until black people have ownership in what they produce, what they where they live and whatnot... Um, that's when like a true change starts coming. I, I, around. I, I see what you're saying on that, but it's right now with what we have. I feel like it's a it's a it's a great step. You know what I mean? Like it's like what you, kind you're, of you're saying these young athletes. Back to what Jeff was saying, like going, you're going these to young HBCUs instead going of HBCUs yeah. instead oh, of like for sure. You know, like the most recent one was this dude was supposed to be going to UCLA mm-hmm. and he went to Howard. Howard, yeah. What's, what's his name? Talk, I, I forgot. Baker? Is it the Maker guy? Yeah, he's Sudanese, yeah. South Sudanese. Yeah, yeah, but like that's a huge step because it's like somebody of this, you know, high caliber is going to an HBCU. Which, right. You know, and then he's like, you know, he's going to pull like other people to start doing that. You know, definitely, I mean? so definitely. Like, it's definitely a huge step. So I, I definitely want to say a, It's like, a huge step. A and huge step. that that's what leads to that. To ownership, that ownership, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, for sure. So, for sure. but kind of That's based it. off of what you're saying, though, is like I'm thinking of when you said ownership. Mm-hmm. You, you guys will probably be able to tell me better, but from my my understanding is ownership in the U.S. is different than ownership in say countries in Africa. Well, yeah. I was talking to my my cousin who's in, you know who's lived in Ghana for her, all her life, and she was saying like. When you own land in, in Ghana, like that's your land. It's not like yes. you're paying taxes oh, on yeah. it. Yes, you're yes, not yes, yes, like yes, yes. Yeah. right over here. We say we own like a property, but we're still paying taxes, taxes on it. And I'm like, the government can move us out anytime, anytime yeah. right? So it's just like, what what do we classify as ownership? Then if you know, and that's what I'm saying is, if we start investing more back. So that I mean, and obviously, at, and at the end of the day, in this country, the government ultimately owns everything, right? Right. But there's a difference when you own away from, like, interests. Mm. So it's like, if I own Linwood versus Seattle, you, you see, there's it's like a different type of... Uh, there's different possibilities that could happen, mm. in, in my opinion. But, like, Ivan, here's the thing, right? When, when What you're talking about in terms of ownership and athletes high-talented athletes choosing to go to historically black colleges versus going to, you know, the traditional, you know, PWIs that have all the money and all the, you know, facilities and resources. The problem is we're talking about what? 
the 1% of black people in America, who's going to be athletes? How many people are going to have that chance to go? But if you're talking about like now majority of black people, I feel like the way the country has been and, you know, the, the, the systematic racism and how it's been set up so much black people are behind. They don't have the wealth gap. Look at the wealth gap between yeah. black people and white people. It's years they don't, and years we don't behind. have like black people. And most black Amer- black people here in America don't have the now the resources to even own a house. The wealth gap is increasing between black Amer- black Americans and you know let's say now white people for example. It's increasing. So if we're saying well we need to own we need to own we need to own but how many can actually even get to that level? Mm-hmm. Well, and how are we going to get to that level? For sure, but it's, it's What they're going to give us they're going to give reparations to black Americans? No. No, but it's I'm just saying like it's domino How? We get yeah, athletes can go to black colleges, generate more money for them. Entertainers which you know, what if you mainly it's almost a stereotype, right? If you're usually really super rich as a black person, you're either an athlete or entertainer, mm-hmm. you know? But in, in perspective of the amount of, you know, the black people, what, 10%, 13% of black people make America, how much are they? Like, mm-hmm. what's the majority? How would the majority catch up? It's a domino effect, though. Because when you, have, when you have community leaders doing things that the ordinary person wishes they could do, it's going to somehow find its way into... Community, but there's a whole this. But you in a country that's for f- last 400 years have built up systems that it makes it super tough to for that to happen. Mm-hmm. How somehow, some way that's what I can <laughs> say. <laughs> somehow, yeah. some way that yeah. topic is intense, man. You know, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I think I, I just like to remain an optimist on things like that because it's yeah. like we've seen them happen before, right. However small scale or large scale it might have been, we've seen them happen. I mean, in the nineteen fifties, like a black face of the NBA was like an impossible thought. Fifty, forty years later, the nineties, you know, Michael Jordan, Magic, all them. It's possible. Is all yeah. I'm saying. It is possible, but in what percentage? To be honest, though, it's it's funny because it's like. As I'm getting older, you know, I try to start investing and owning more. Mm-hmm. But the more I, f- I feel like I own, the scared I am to lose it, right? Yeah. Because I'm even thinking about, like, Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. right? We had we had businesses. We had all Every this time stuff. Everything tried. was, you know, going great, taken away. I was actually watching a documentary yesterday. The same thing happened in uh, uh, North Carolina, where mm-hmm. they had businesses and everything going for them. There was taken a few Black Wall Streets, like... Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, but and that's what I'm thinking. It's like ownership. What is ownership? Mm -hmm. Because when we have ownership, it's easy to be just taken away from us too. You make a huge point here. You know, as especially for us, the black man, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. The moment we're successful, now you feel like almost like any little slip up, they'll take away everything away from you. Right. In this country, Mm -hmm. you you still think that it's as magnified as it was back then. Like today, you think is it's as magnified as it was back then? What do you mean? Indirectly, I think. More, it has translated, but it, it essentially, is I think the principle is the same thing. You know, I'm gonna say something, and it might be it might be bad to say. Go ahead, go but ahead. my thing is, I'm looking at the Bill Cosby situation. From mm-hmm. what we heard, mm-hmm. is that he was about to buy NBC, all of NBC. I, I did hear that, right? Yep. I don't know if it's true. I don't know what it is. But all of a sudden, after all these years of these situations happening, 
now is when it comes out when mm. it comes out when they now, had buildings named after this man mm. you, you know? see mm. and it's just like when somebody's ready to do something major and have complete ownership taken away mm-hmm. now again i don't know if it's they even try to do it with michael jordan bro yeah. you saw him with the whole gambling how yeah, they, you know thing. yeah LeBron, you saw him, you know, bro, I'm telling you, you know, Jeff makes a point here. Like, in this country, we, you know, like you say, Ivan, you have to be careful. Might be thriving for our ownership. That, yeah, let's do it. But trust me, you once you reach certain level, mm-hmm. they try every. Obama's whole eight years was people, tr- Republicans doing everything mm-hmm. to try and take him down. Facts, yeah. Right. Yeah. And what was he really able to accomplish out of it for his people? Right. Not much for those eight years. So I don't know I, for that in that aspect of things. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I, if I if I if to own something truly, unless we go back home and you know I have people go back and invest it. But in this country, you have to be careful. You as see, far back as home black presents men. its own problems it does, too, because yeah. you have some nutheads that just if they own a piece of land, now they're gonna play hardball. With it you also depends on where though. It yeah. also depends on where though. Yeah. So, but I mean, of course, like that's the dream to go back. Well, home, do you like, guys yeah. agree with Akon when she said that? America, you know, you know what he said, the whole clip that America was never built for black people. Um, the only way yeah, yeah. for black people out was, this is me trying to summarize what he said, but the only way for black people out of this country is to go back in Africa and invest and such, you know. What do you guys think of that statement by Akon? Honestly, I'm, I look to y'all for this answer <laughs> because, again, I, I, for me personally, I agree. I, I feel like and this is only perception because I've never even been to any countries in Africa before. I, I want to. I'm, I'm, my plan is to go. It's long but overdue. Very long overdue. But, you know, again, like you were, you were saying is like it, it presents its own problems. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know what those problems are. I don't know what the, you know, investing back into. Yeah, I think that they're different kind of problems. But I, I if you're talking to me, my heart is there like. I'm going back home to, to to start a life. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, just because, like, like what Akon was saying, this country was never built for black people. It was built by black people, but it wasn't built for black people. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Shit, it wasn't built for white people either. As a Native well, American, but, no, it was built for <laughs> white people. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. But like, and you know, it's not even theirs. Like, but somehow they own it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They owned it, and they played. Put systems in place. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching this Dr. Umar Black. You know, Dr. Umar is a controversial guy. Yeah. But he had an episode <laughs> he, he on Black. On, on, yeah. He had an episode on Breakfast Club where he basically just summarized all the problems for why black people can't succeed in America in like 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like he told, like, the, he called it like the five pillars of white prefer, uh, supremacy, talking about like the wealth gap, access mm-hmm. to like, you know, to wealth and, you know, uh, mass incarceration, um, different things. So different structures in this country that, you know, people's, you know, they're built hundreds of years ago f- to allow black people to never succeed on, right? Mm-hmm. So you find most African-Americans now, you know, they, they, they're stuck in this loop, you know, in this loop of, you know, as a pro- byproduct of, you know, systematic racism in this country. Now, what, what I say, and to kind of answer my question and what I've been seeing now, if you go to, you know, this in Gambia and West Africa, I'm sure same thing in Uganda, is, you know, a lot of African-Americans going back are starting to document their experience and why they moved back to Africa. Mm-hmm. 
and they make you know they keep it very real they tell you about the advantages and the disadvantages but you see most of them they're doing it and it's almost like they cry to tell most of their other african americans like yo come back here like mm. there's a better life for us here mm-hmm. so i th- and i started that i'm like okay yeah see what you know yeah you know africa we have our own demons we have our own things that we deal with but here like but this is their life though the quality mm-hmm. of life that's what i was gonna say there's yeah. a quality of life that you can achieve especially most people here in america that our quality of life us four black men we can go any day any street any encounter with a police mm-hmm. could be our last god forbid facts mm-hmm. you have that in, in africa too but yeah. It's a different kind. Different kind. Different kind. So, and, you know, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I've watched, like, three, four. I, I do spend a lot of time on YouTube watching, like, you know, African-Americans, especially mm-hmm. a few that went back to Gambia. They have, like, YouTube channels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talk about what they're going through. And you see, like, it's very real. Right. Mm-hmm. But they'll tell you, from what I'm always seeing, it's like, yeah, the quality of life that they say that they had in America and moving back, that was their main motivation. And, and you see, the- a lot of people measure the quality of life in, like, in a Western sense, right? Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, Thank what you. are what are your what is your access to like social social or like you know, yeah, yeah. that's you know, real. What's exactly. your access to medical care, yeah. stuff like that? Right. Exactly. While it's negating like even just general happiness, happiness. Yeah. happiness there you go. It's um, all part real. of quality of yeah, life. You know, the sense of like community and stuff like that. So I think that like the UN, I know they have this World Happiness Index, and it's like always the the Nordic like uh, countries at the top, like yeah. Finland, Sweden, Norway, mm-hmm. Denmark, right? And it's like, well, yeah, that's like a monoculture basically where everything's like you pay like what almost like seventy percent tax, right? And it's a like a social welfare state. Mm-hmm. So of course you're gonna have access. Like if it's well managed, like of course you're gonna have access to like free healthcare, free right. whatever, you know. Right. And it's like everyone speaks the same language there. Mm-hmm. So of course it's easy to measure quote-unquote happiness but i speak to people who've been to these countries and they're like yo it's kind of boring low-key like yeah. it's not well and it's funny because i watched the similar videos like you were talking about Burma, mm-hmm. and it's like you hear people say that they never realized how much they didn't need until they went to these countries exactly. Thank you. countries yeah. right yeah. like coming and then they would even travel back to america and they're like this is just like too almost materialistic. Yeah. Like yeah. We see it all the time ourselves. We, yeah. <laughs> we have. We go home for like two weeks. Yeah, we go home for two weeks. Clean up my closet. Appreciation <laughs> now. That's why we call it, you know, a spiritual cleansing or a reset. It's yeah. almost like a reset. But and every time you go, I'm like, man, I, I, you know, I'm so materialistic. Basically, I don't even. Do I really need these things? You know, yeah. why? How? How come I was happier there mm-hmm. than here? And now. T- if you're looking at it in a worldview, you have more here, mm-hmm. but I'm happier there. Like, right. how can exactly. I be happier with you know? less? Right. With less. right. <laughs> you're happy. Thank you. Yeah. Right. So, because I remember, like, I was like, uh, we have these things called Boda Bodas, which are just like motorcycles that take you around. Yeah. Like, instead of jumping in an Uber, although there's Uber. And, like, I was like, how can I be happy, like, as hell mm-hmm. on this Boda Boda taking me, like, across town? Right. right. Back home. In these dangerous conditions where it's like, <laughs> The man is weaving through traffic, like, you know, but, and, you know, I come in the Uber here and it's like, I don't say a word to the, to the Uber driver because yeah. he doesn't want to have the conversation. You right. Know what I mean? So, 
Yeah, yeah it's no, it's a different type of. Jeff, you'll see it when you come. When you finally come and visit, you know, I feel like it will be very impactful. You, you, it will make more sense even than even watching the videos and what we're trying to describe here. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. I want to ask you guys something. I asked Abraham the other day. Right. How much money do you think is too much money? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Ooh. you can think about it however you want to, but like. How much money would you have to have to say, you know what? I'm not going to work anymore. I'm going to let Jeff go first on that one. Honestly, I, I mean. Know, like, so in, in terms of what? Just like your assets combined or just like physical? Like, it can be liquid, just cash. Liquid cash? Okay. You're talking about liquid? Is it or incoming? Net worth? Or like uh-huh. net worth? Net worth or liquid? Oh, net worth, I think, is a bad measurement because you can yeah, have okay. a building let's, worth let's $50 say million, you have zero dollars. So liquid. Let's say liquid. Yeah, is it consistently coming? <laughs> I'm like, because I'm just thinking. I'm like, honestly, in my head, I especially like the whole reason why I even like try to become like an engineer and stuff is really because I didn't want to pay bill. I don't want to be bill, like paycheck to paycheck Living paying paycheck bills. To paycheck. And honestly, it's just like, again, it's it's what whoever's person, what their perspective of happiness is. I guess mm-hmm. me personally, I want to be able to travel. I want to be able to like see different things and explore and, and experience different things. If I could do all that and not have to pay any bills or anything, mm-hmm. I'm I'm good. I don't so you it. don't have a dollar amount. Ah, like goodness. okay, because is there, it, is there, it, it depends. Is, is there a all... dollar amount where if you had that much, you say like, ah, this is like excessive. Now. I think like the hard thing is it was with inflation is because everything keeps going up. The price of things keep going living up. Gets, where it's just living like living gets more expensive. Right. I think you guys aren't being like big enough with this number. <laughs> like, like say Oh yeah, Jeff, he's saying any number there. All right, if I, I would have said all right, because honestly nowadays a millionaire doesn't even seem like anything special yeah. anymore. Well, because uh-huh. their lifestyle raises up to Right, being, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Right. So it's just like a, a billion dollars. Billion, Jeff. I'm good. Good God. <laughs> so good a billion God. liquid? Yeah. Billion Jesus Jeff, Christ. you're not gonna spend that your whole life. <laughs> Hey, I'm just again. It's just a just in case. This guy said a no, million no, no. because because again we go back to the whole question well, about I'm to about give private jets um, and all that wealth, generational wealth. Uh-huh. Okay. I'd want to be able to give money back to my children so that they could still build up themselves That's like as well. 10 too. Generations of wealth, bro. Hey, whatever. Hey. We're, you know. I see though. Hey, I, I, hey. I'm okay. <laughs> He's thinking 300 years ahead. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, How about you? I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. A billion? If dollar amount, yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. A Maybe. billion dollars just sitting in your bank account. And you're cooling. You, Why not me? You think? No, I get <laughs> you. Yeah. Ask me what I want to hear. I'm just saying, like, that's yeah. when you're like, hey, like, this is too much. Like, like, let me just, you know, let me start giving some of it back. A I mean, but the, no, I can, I have the like, choice to do that though. If I have a billion dollars and I, I have the choice to do that, I could give, I could give stuff back. I could give it to to whoever, whoever whomever mm-hmm. but if i had a genie in front of me and said oh how much do you want of course i'm gonna tell him a billion dollars and then i'll decide how i'm gonna go about spending that money am, are you saying am i taking this money out of somebody else's pocket no no no, no. oh well, i mean then, yeah, like you're just gonna sit there <laughs> yeah i'm like then give me a billion what was the number i said go with 500 million i said a hundred million dollars i'm gonna go with 500 i'm gonna go with 500 five, half a bill yeah half a bill 100 million dollars for me 100 mil like liquid 100 million liquid yeah i don't think people realize how much money that that's is. a lot that's a lot i won't spend that my whole lifetime 
and most of it probably I'll try and give away. Like that's what I'm saying. That generation of wealth would be go beyond my immediate family. Are you where are you going after that? If I made a hundred million, like I give you a hundred million today. Oh, okay. I so tomorrow's what Monday. I send the email. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm like, good evening. <laughs> Real Your chicken needs seasoning. <laughs> I'm I'm writing this from Bora Bora. I'm, I'm, you know, look, guys, I'm telling you, I will call a private jet the association. I don't care what y'all doing. I, mean, I don't care what you're doing. You know, I'm like Jeff. I don't know what you're doing. You got work, but you coming with me to the airport. I'm like, I got a private. Paying, I'm coming. I'm like, nah, but yeah, seriously, for me, it would be a hundred million. How about you, guys? I haven't even put a lot of thought into it. I just heard it. He from asked the question, else. but you know, he ain't got the answer. Honestly, for me, <laughs> I just I don't even know. A hundred million is cool, right? I just want to be happy that I have that hundred million. Yeah, because I don't want to be like sad. Like I made all this money, but I can't do anything. Yeah, yeah. leave it. Wait, know? what do you mean you can't do anything? I mean, like, like I want to have good people around me. You know what I mean? Right. Well, first things first, it's all about the relationships you have with people. Yeah, like, right. Let's so like, say, like, all that is all good. Like, you know? yeah, you if it's me day right one. now, exactly. if it's me right one. now, you give me 100 million, I'm cooling. I'm cooling. Yeah. I'm cooling. Of course. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm cooling. I'll be like, hey, chilling. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to take my boys on a yearly vacation. Like, yearly? Yeah. Come on, fam. Come on. What do you mean? Once a month, too. <laughs> we're, we're living at your house all our life. I'm quitting my job. Uh, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. like, yo, weekends are Ivy's. What do you mean? Yeah. I'm not working. Nah. Nah. What, Ivy? We won a hundred minutes? Of course, this is much the, ant- the entourage, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. The entourage. My you know. cool little crib, you know, just calm. Cool little, cool little crib. crib. Yeah. I don't, I don't need that hey, big of a house. A, I don't need a big house. I don't need that big of a house. No. For what? You know, that's that's how you rack up your expenses. That's, that's why right. people's yeah. lifestyles try to meet up that you know yeah. Yeah. Exactly. lifestyle. Yeah. I won't lie though, I want a boat. Yeah. Especially in Washington, well, I would want a boat. I would like a boat, you know, beachfront property. You know, yeah, be a beachfront, yeah. Or lakefront, you lakefront. know? Yeah, lakefront. Somewhere. Yeah. Boat, a boat would be cool. Some chill, a little boat, and that little yacht. A little yacht. I don't need a yacht. I said a little yacht. I need space, though. I buy, like, four dirt bikes that day, you know, a few ATVs, and I just go wild. That's what I need. Oh, so See now we're t- well, now we're getting materialistic. Yeah, yeah, we are. Oh, we're we're here, here, we just we're talking, talking about, about happiness. Yeah. And all that. That's true. <laughs> so, so we're we're talking about ATV. We win a hundred million dollars. <laughs> you start looking at that hundred million like, <laughs> like what quality of life? Huh? <laughs> we said nothing about giving it to anybody. We were talking about no, oh, we, we want did, a boat. We, we want this. See, but that that would add to your quality of life because that's what you want, and it will make us happy too. Yeah, you know. So and another one. We, I guess we'll, this is taking away from serious, you know, and I mean, we, we have planned to have this conversation a little bit. Um, now it's going back to us, right, as black men right now, how mm. we're deemed, uh. you know. It's been, we've been, I guess, the top, you know, with COVID, you know, it's what, what goes around. So I guess we're well, good to hear, like, at least perspectives from all of us for, you know, now, given these times and this, I'll call it awakening. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think uh, what we need to work on um, as black men? Hmm. What do we need to really, really walk on, work on? Ah, oh, I don't. Because it's been a tough time for us. Yeah. Well, it's always been a tough time for us. But now, you know, we we felt, you know, from workplace to outside of work, it's all came to a boiling point now for us. So yeah. how how you know what do we need to do now? 
for what do you guys me, think? For me, I think it's been about being vulnerable. Mm. Um, Damn. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So just like good, yeah. just like opening because we're we're always deemed as like oh you know the strong black man blah blah mm-hmm. blah you got to go through pain got to go through this da 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 which is fine okay but like. It's like we're also like human beings, just kind of like mm-hmm. I said in the beginning, like we also have feelings, you know, we have daily emotions. So just even if it's not professional, but like just finding someone to talk to, whether it's a friend, whether it's like kind of like we're talking right here, like, we, you know, we're just expressing our thoughts on, on different things, but also like taking it to an emotional standpoint of talking about like how it is for you in the workplace, how it is for you at home right now, like is everything OK? So just stuff that you might think people don't care about that you go through on a daily basis mm. and just express it to them. Just properly talk and about you, how you feel. Exactly. About stuff. Yeah. So like me and Ivan have talks all the time, but it's like yeah. open up, open up to somebody else and just kind of, you know, let it know, let it, you know, for basically just as, as it is. Is this the time where we, we break away from the negative thought of going to a counselor or anything like that too? So I meant so, yeah, mental health and stuff. <sighs> You said from going through what? Well, I mean, because I feel like going to a counselor has always been like a negative, a negative. You don't go and tell people like, oh, but you're saying like just counseling could be talking to your brother. Yeah, Yeah, it could could be that. It could be that. But I also don't understand why that that's been the stigma for the longest time where it's like you if you're going through a mental health issue now, it's like deemed negative. And I mean, it's always been deemed negative for us. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like, who who set that person? I think well, it's just a sign of weakness. I'm not saying it is a sign of weakness. That's I'm how it was it's deemed. been looked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going to a counselor. Culturally, like, for exactly. me too. Culturally. Fact, you yeah. know, back home in Africa. No, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mental yeah. health, you know, how are yeah. you feeling? Let's talk about your emotion uh, as a man. Where? Yeah. Feelings? Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, no, and for it's sure. Like, you know, like, you really need to do that. Yeah, yeah. you really need to do that. I, and But that comes from the older generation too, though. Because they had a lot bigger issues than to to deal with than like thinking about people's feelings. They were trying to stay alive, a lot of them. Right. You right. feel me? It's like they had to deal with wars, you know, tribal conflicts and stuff. Yeah. So it's like you had to be tough skinned or else like you might not make it. Mm. You know. So but I'm I think that that's great that what you said, because I think that conversation needs to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. another thing that um I think we're in the season of I think it's grinding season for us. Facts. I think right now, facts. right now we Sheet gotta time. grind, 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 grind time. because Don't I feel like there's, gonna be there. there's, a, <laughs> there's a door machine. opening for us, and it's not gonna be open for long. long yeah. That we gotta just take, go and get, get seize all the opportunities. <laughs> right, seize those yeah. opportunities while we can, because once that door closes, it's gonna be a while for it to open back up yeah. again. So I think it's grinding season right now. Yeah, I really. No, to add to Jeff's grinding season, right? Is you know where. We need to prioritize ourselves too mm-hmm. in terms of what's best for us. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, especially as black men, I would say, you know, we get into situations either whether it could be even at work or anywhere where we feel like we're a little bit comfortable and we've, you know, and we, we can kind of coast, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, like, like how we've been facing, for example, microaggressions, covert racism throughout, you know, especially yep. mm-hmm. we've coasted it, you know, mm-hmm. we just let it slide. We've just let it, you know, agree. This is what it is. Let's say, you know, someone, I'm sure a lot of those black men, you know, maybe we're supposed to get that promotion, for example, that you didn't get, but you know, we let it slide mm-hmm. and we think we're like, okay, well, you know, let's just stick to it. I feel like we need to reach a point where now we, we hold ourselves 
like accountable and not mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and, and advocate for ourselves be louder yeah you know that, mm. that, that's what i feel at least in terms of now almost i won't say forcing the issue for your progression in life mm-hmm. but you know being more aggressive or yeah. you know, more aggressive with it i agree mm-hmm. with that yeah. mm-hmm. it's time to get uncomfortable it's time like, yeah. to you know I, mean? I really it's like time that too. To. i really like that you said that jeff because uh i think a lot of people are also coming out out of their comfort zones yeah and doing things that might have been seen as corny before mm-hmm. or um might have had like negative feedback before mm-hmm. they're doing so now with like without regrets or like it's a different conversation you know now mm-hmm. where it's like a lot of black men are like yo like okay i'm a writer like check out my work right you know, it's like right. i I'm a, I'm a painter and i bake you know i mean, create you know what i mean yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like or like i'm really good at i'm a really good engineer like i'm yeah. a really so i think it's in line with grinding it's like a lot of expression. Yeah, out. expression mm-hmm. and like, it's almost like a whole renaissance could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like a, this explosion of like black creativity and blackness as a whole, like should be happening right now. Because yeah. what better time? That's you real. You know, that's real. So yeah, guys, I mean, that's that's real. What about you? No, I mean, no, exactly. Everything you guys are saying. Yeah. Um, that that's that's what I would say too. Um, we're not, you know, it's a whole shut up on dribble type thing, you know, mm. it's not entertainers, athletes, yeah. you know, yeah. and such. Uh, call it out, too. You know, that. that's what I'm saying. And call it out. Call it out. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. I, and we talked about it in the last episode, like if anybody, if I ever felt like someone has said something slightly inappropriate to me in context to me being a black man, mm. I will call you out now, mm. right in front. Yeah. Right. I'm, if I'm overreacting, maybe, but if that's how I felt, I'm going to call you out for it because, right. you know. We we can't we you know we can't I don't feel like we should be tolerant anymore of you know because you can't be fully expressive now mm-hmm. you know if you always you know being tolerant of facing like disrespect or facing you know covert racism because you know if someone likes you know a black guy for example is into you know stuff non-conventional you can see let's say should be an NBA athlete like six some guys some guys like yeah. six seven you know yeah. six seven you know lean, you, this you, know? you got to be but but no NBA. but he wants to be a painter for example mm-hmm. he's into arts mm-hmm. you know just like putting somebody into a box and he put him into that box you know and and how many times do you see and you know mm-hmm. yeah and then just to add on top of that too I know yeah. we're kind of talking here because you know there's four black men here but. This is also for, for black women too. Like you know, yeah, yeah. taking a, taking a huge beating in terms of what's going on right now. Like we yeah. have mothers, girlfriends, you know, wives, grandmothers, with our sisters. Yeah. That you know, if we do good and they see that, mm. you know, they feel good. So I feel like it's also our responsibility to you know bring them along as well. Hundred mm-hmm. you know? so percent. It's, it's, I actually yeah. think black women are more badass than oh, for sure. Men. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. No doubt. Like, like, there don't there was no argument. No arguments there, no, bro. No. And Definitely. I love that. I yeah, love that. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, just to say, just to put that on top of like, you know, what we're talking about too, like, it's it's, it's about the culture, you know, it's about I feel every, yeah. everyone, everyone. So, and before we go on to the pioneer, we have the last, the last bus debate. Mm-hmm. So Jeff has me and Jeff been having this debate uh-huh. at work. <laughs> we spent hours at work debating this. Okay. <laughs> a lot of lunch breaks. You heard it. So um, Jeff claims that March Madness uh-huh. 
by Future. By Future. Uh-huh. It's better than Bad and Bougie by Amigos. I agree. Oh, easy. Okay, good. I'm glad somebody. Wait, that's you. That's one. Wait, Man, when you said March Madness, I thought you were talking about the NCAA. No, <laughs> by, by future. So, yeah, what was it? We, uh, did we say which one was better? Oh, did I say it? No, I, that's what we, our debate was. Yeah, better. which one's better? Yeah. He you think like, it's bad and bougie? Yeah, he if, thinks bad and bougie. I like bad and bougie better than March Madness. That stuff out here, dog. <laughs> I was like, Before Lil Uzi. Before Lil Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> Once it gets a little Uzi's part, like, yeah, 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 no, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> attest for Lil Uzi's part. <laughs> <laughs> But I do, I, I and and I, I told Jeff too. Like Bottom Boozy was a bigger hit than only because of Childish Gambino. See, that's why I didn't agree. Childish with Gambino put said it in the was the VMAs or something. something he wanted he, shout, he shouted out that song, and mm-hmm. then that's when all of a sudden that song blew up. I'm not saying it was a bad song, but it blew up. It blew up a lot more where it hit. Madness didn't go number one, bro. But again, it's still a better did. song. Huh? It's yeah, still yeah. a better song. But the thing is, is that's that's what I'm saying though. It hit a different demographic once Childish Gambino announced it. Yeah, I also think that have to take a pull that on this. the little <laughs> what's that that bar where they're like, "We from the we from the north that way." Yeah, like that that way. Yeah, yeah that way. Set that song off like a lot. Yeah. I'm a March Madness. March Madness. Personally, March Madness. I'm the only Let's ask you. Let's ask you. Like, if you're in a club with your boys, is better bougie come yeah, on? Better or, or, or March Madness like, come sure. on? Like, what? If, like, they, if I'm in the club, what are you going they crazy to? You're not about to be singing my sex band. You guys have said it in a club setting, in a party setting. But I'm just saying, if I wanted to listen, I'm not gonna be like I can. I would listen to Bad and Bougie more than I do March Madness. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm skipping that. <laughs> March Madness is blasting in my car, bro. right? Easily. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he accepted. I guess. I guess I'm alone on this one. It's all right. I, you know, to each their own. Maybe I'm a huge, you know, big Migos stan. That's why. Okay. Especially early Migos. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, early Migos. That's probably. that's yeah. 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 You know, young rich nigga Migos. You know that that time. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, for me, I, I like Bad and Bougie before Lose's part. Okay. You know, I, I, I think I also overheard Bad and Bougie in It was overplayed. It yeah. could be, that could be it. But and March Matters was off a mixtape, right? Was yeah, yeah 56 Nights. Yeah. Yep. So, not a lot of people are going to hear that. Yeah. All right, we'll take a poll, though, just to hear. Okay. This, I right. like to see hey, who's, yeah. who's, <laughs> like, who's on my Bad and Bougie you know, like, right. over March Madness. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, so Pioneer Ivan. Pioneer the day. Yeah, so today. Pioneer of the episode. Um, episode rather. It's, it's uh, gonna be um well we coded him before, Marcus Garvey. Yeah. Marcus um, Garvey the So the, the, his, his title, official title is His Excellency the Right Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey Jr. Yeah. Um a Jamaican political activist, publisher, entrepreneur, and all that. Um he was the founder of the United Universal Negro Improvement Association mm-hmm. and African Communities League, UNIA-ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Marcus Garvey is, I would say, would he be the founding father of the concept of Pan-Africanism? One Pan-Africanism. Of them, yeah. One of them. One of it. Well, he plays a huge part of it, and he, you know, his Pan-Africanist movements, what known as Garveyism. Yeah. Um, Marcus Garvey, you know, he was an entrepreneur. He he, be, he became very wealthy from his, you know, I think shipping company that he had. 
um, and he advocated for, you know, you know, African Americans, Afro Caribbeans, to 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 return back to the motherland. Mm-hmm. So he was the first true, you know, first true, or you know, I would say, civil, you know, one of the first civil rights leaders. You can look at it in, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, in the 1920s and such, uh, where he advocated for um, against the colonizers at that time, and mm. you know, a back to Africa movement of African Americans to migrate, um, and also on the other side, he has his own black separatist views. Mm. Um, that's what it says. Um, he advocated for racial separation, um, but um, he was a pioneer in terms of the concept of Pan Africanism, mm-hmm. one of the first um, years. So. Yeah, the day, and he still till this day has like a huge um, following, and you know, just mass respect through. I know the entire Caribbean, like diaspora, and in the Caribbean. So, like, you hear Jamaicans talk about him. You know, it's like that's their that's their mm-hmm. guy. You mm-hmm. know I mean, that's their their founding father, not founding father, but like, you know, one of their father figures right. is Garvey. So, yeah, um, we just wanted to to mention. Uh, the late great Marcus Garvey and and have you guys do a little research on what he was all about. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know what what more I could say about him, but great guy all around. Yeah. I'm sure he was a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, a- any thoughts anymore? Uh, any, any feedback from anyone? <laughs> You know, like those meetings, Jeff? Anybody? Any questions? Any questions? Silence? It's just dead silence. Crickets. Yo, especially now, people are trying to get off the Zoom call, man. I mean, so I guess I guess for everybody, how would you define Pan-African? Hmm, That's a good question. For me, I define a Pan-African as, well... You can be African, first of all, to mm-hmm. be a Pan-African, too. You can be African. It doesn't just mean that you have to be African-American or Afro-American. But the thing is just, you know, advocating for the empowerment of black people, specifically being empowered in Africa. Mm-hmm. That's what I that's what I would deem a Pan-African. Yeah, and kind of like separating away from like the Western powers, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yeah. As a whole, more than just yeah. Say. So it's becoming self-sustaining, right? Self-sustaining, okay. yeah. Depending on the 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 West and whatever corridors that they have now, but uh, basically, yeah. I would, here's a question. Then I guess um, how would you know? A lot of attention comes to to towards the movement in say the United States. How would you say it's it's going outside of the United States? I think the world's watching. Yeah. I think the world's watching for sure. Uh, The whole world's watching for sure. I know, yeah. Even even back home, people are now, before we're Africans, we completely oblivious to the struggle, civil rights of what's going in America for the Mm -hmm. most part, especially, you know. But now, because of information, technology, and just access to media and all that, you know, and information... Now, even what, Africans I think, back home, young Africans now are more aware and part of the movement. Yeah, uh, you know. and I think in, in before Africans thought of America as an idea. Mm. And mm. Babylon. Yeah, and, <laughs> and didn't necessarily think about the realities that exist on the ground. Mm. Now that it's like things like the media have, yeah. social yeah. media and whatnot, social media, you know? have 
Africans have so much access to information like that, mm-hmm. they're like, yo. Yeah, I have a lot of conversations ghetto. with my cousins, with our cousins, yeah. and yeah. they're like, yo, like, are you guys moving back? Or yeah, like, it's like, are you good <laughs> over there? Like, are like, you all good? It's like, like someone has finally put the light on, yeah. you know? Yeah. And now they're seeing America and, you know, even Europe for truly what they are and how they yeah. treat black people. Mm. It's not a fantasy. Yes, there's, the, you know, we, a lot of Africans were sold on the American dream. The moment you just leave and go to America or Europe, you're automatically rich. You're going to be rich, mm-hmm. you know? But, it's a, you know, now, though, now they're starting to see this is not the case, right. you know? Yeah. If anything, you're struggling there. Your quality of life mm-hmm. is better where you are right mm-hmm. now than most of the time if you go mm-hmm. to America. Yeah, I mean, even with, like, relative that visit here, mm-hmm. like, they see, like, how much, like, we work. We work, for mm-hmm. people, And they're like, like, you your social life? Yeah, oh boy, <laughs> you yeah, cannot. Social this country, life. we are running say, nonstop working. Yeah, it's like you can't live the way you live in Uganda. Here. You cannot. You can't. There's you not cannot. even. It's not. <laughs> Why? Like, can you explain? I, I don't. Know. So, in terms of like your ability to have like a social life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in general, like I call it even the freedom to do like what you want mm-hmm. when you want. Mm. I don't think you could live the life you live there here. Okay. Okay. No. So it's also it, different, though. Because yeah, because it's, here it's, it's so structured. Here yeah. it's so structured. It's like, boy, if you're not there nine to five, you're mm-hmm. you're gonna get fired. Now All you right. can't pay taxes. Now you can't pay your rent. And right. it's like there's there's ways around that. Gotcha. Back there. It all been, goes back to the way the system has been set up. The system has been set up. And like I said, Jeff, you see it, you see it in videos, and mm-hmm. that's what a lot of the African Americans that are going mm-hmm. back and moving. It's like that life we had of every day working crazy, running, you know, that a lot of African Americans live, living barely, you know, paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, I, I don't know if it's true or I might be wrong, but if you, I feel like if you're living paycheck to paycheck here in America for years and, you know, African American or even if it's African, you're probably better off if you go back home. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's what I think. I'm but like, I mean, it's what, like... What's it's the like, point? I, I would say if you go back home, you will not, you know? Yeah. Just... But it's like... The, it's like, God forbid, majority of... Or like, God forbid you don't have generational wealth, right? Mm-hmm. Here. Which majority of black people exactly. don't, right? right? It's like... you Your survival becomes that much harder, right? Mm. Back home, it's like... Although you might not have like generational sell or wealth in the sense of it here, mm-hmm. it's like you can just go to the village and live their best life not out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can, you'll have your <laughs> in the village. You'll have your your trees and you know give you your mangoes and stuff. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's yours. that kind of you know right. what I mean. It's yours. Yeah. It's, it's yours. Okay, so, yeah. it's yours. You know, your cost of living is much less. So you know, for for what you have here, you know, people don't put perspective, but. You living paycheck to paycheck here in America, you know, all you've accumulated or, you know, even if you're getting, you've built some 401k or even built some, if you go back, you're living comfortably. Yeah, mm. Don't even talk about 401ks right now. That's a whole other, you know, yeah. but I'm just saying that like, in perspective, you know, people yeah. here who, you know, a lot of times are living paycheck to paycheck. They have enough means for if they went back home, they'll be beyond comfortable. Yeah. Mm. But they don't realize it. Mm. You know, so that's, and that has to do with also the strength of the dollar. But yeah. but that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. all part of it, though. Yeah. Then use it. If they build this to, you know, and use that strength of the dollar that you have here in America, that you're, you know, struggling, go, you know, go back home. Or at least 
Are you telling me to go home? Go, go, go. You know I will be on that first flight. <laughs> <laughs> on that first flight. Look, I mean, the guys, oh, no, we hit the lottery or something, get a hundred yeah, million. <laughs> the worst mistake they can do is let me win the lottery. <laughs> it's, not, it's like, night. I just... That day I packed my bags, bro. <laughs> so expecting you that money to come back into the system. Like, no, you haven't sent the email. Or you gotta send the email. For come what? Who? Who? Why? Nah, nah. Just who gonna be my ass <laughs> after that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> nah, no way. That's cloudy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. What else you got? We we we're hitting one one hour thirty minutes here already. Already? Yes, sir. I felt like thirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it went by quick. Yeah. I mean, how much longer we got? Hmm? You said something to wrap it up. No, I mean, hey, look, we can keep it going, but you know, I'm just saying, you know, we're one hour thirty minutes close to it. They will listen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Was um, there anything we were supposed to talk about that we didn't talk about? I mean, it was just, it just went the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Oh, we didn't actually say who was the least. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, disappointing. The most disappointing oh, person Kate during Cruz. this time. <laughs> oh, we're back on that. I thought we got away from that. Kate oh, Cruz was, was playing his real character in White Chicks. I would even oh, see that you guys thought. Yeah. Nah. For me, it's always been and will always be Jason Whitlock. I just can't. Oh, yeah. yeah. He got oh, fired, too. He got fired? Oh, yeah, he got fired. Yeah, he got fired. Good for him. I can't see <laughs> him. <laughs> I never understood what I, his purpose, his yeah. point or purpose was. You he know? just seemed like a real hater. Yeah, big like, hater, man. It's like... I never understood what he was about. And I didn't even hear what he had to say about this whole shit, but I just know from like back from what he said before. Yeah. Like, nah, I can't. That's a good one. I can't rock. The person for me, which is not a surprise, would definitely be Candace Owens. I was gonna say her too, but (laughs) I was like, I didn't really like sometimes like listen, like I'll actually sit through a whole like video Uh and just like watch it again and say, like, yo, she's like serious. She's dead. She's dead dead serious. serious, But like her perspective is just so out of whack to me that like it's like does this person even think she's up yeah yeah you see you see i hate to ever put a black woman in this category but like i i'm not gonna say it because i just i can't like it hurts me to see candace on like that Mm -hmm. it hurts me because i'm like yo like you fully lost the plot. Like exactly, there are no about. black yeah. people. Okay, there are some black people, yeah. but they're probably lost too. But it's like, like as a whole, like how can you discredit so many black people like that? Yeah, and misuse your platform like that. You know. Yeah, to bring it to the bottom of even somebody dying like on video, and then you bring up their past, their past. saying, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you have no <laughs> right. respect. Unnecessary. No respect. Like, you have no respect. Absolutely like, no respect. And anyway. it, it, it pains me to put her in like a like that category nah, of like people like put that. Are just, you know, I'm yeah, like, yeah. like, come on, son. Like, yeah, I feel you. You you really not helping black women right now, yeah. you know, or black people. So Candace Owens. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, for me is Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Ray I didn't Lewis. hear his. What did he, what did he say? say? So this isn't this isn't like anything recent, but this is about uh, when Donald Trump said like. Uh, their son of bitches and stuff like that. And then the whole NFL, like, uh, did the kneeling and everything like that. Yeah. He was saying that instead of kneeling for what was being said, his thing was saying, oh, I was praying. I was on my knees because I was praying and stuff like that. So... I'm like, all right, Ray. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you trying to take cover here. Like, oh, right. I wasn't the one. So you know? I was just yeah. like, again, entertaining, you know, people. So it's just like, all right, Ray. I see you. 
But yeah. I can't get down with that either. But yeah, just like yeah, I'm I'm just I'm I'm honestly just happy about not you know the racial injustice that's going on, but the, a lot the exposure that's happening. Like mm-hmm. um, we've seen all the you know the Karen videos and the mm-hmm. Kens and all that, but like I just it's just so important to me that like even the younger generation, since they have all this access to social media and all these things, that they're seeing all this yeah, happening. They're, you know they're what I mean? Crazy too. Like exactly. Generation Z. Exactly. Zoomers, exactly. They're, they're, and like I've seen videos of like care. you know like kids putting their parents in on blast on blast. Yeah. It's like that's yo, like that's, that's really what that. needs that, to happen. That's where my hope comes from. Yeah, yeah. it's I the future that. generation. Yeah, you know that you know that, that's why that's yeah that's where the optimism is. And you know, like you said, to my alluding to you know the amount of you know you know like it's as if everyone else non-black people that are you know investing in educating themselves and being aware of you know. How much you know black people have faced not only in America but the whole world reading the resources, reading books, accessing information, and advocating mm-hmm. that it shows that people are actually you know now taking advantage and actually being yeah. aware. Mm-hmm. So it gives me hopes like we're having a lot of allies. No, there's, yeah. there's you a saw lot of our hope. protests who were there, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 his rally but they were just fake seats they were like fake names the one in Oklahoma yeah so then it was like 6,000 people that showed up to his rally he was crazy like oh this is the biggest rally of all time we got a million people signed up da 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 so yeah the zoomers are cool I like them I'm telling you yeah that's good though like I'm just so happy that that's happening like you know in light of what's happening it's like educate these kids because that's where like you know that, that's where that's, it starts like exactly you know, with them because you know they're they're a lot more emotional you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like how can you do this on tv and it's okay you know it's like mm-hmm. if you, you learn that at a younger age you know as you get older obviously you're going to advocate a lot more for you know injustice and what's going on but it's like you know as a, as a younger person it's like what if this happened to my friend what if this happened to this person what if this happened to my dad it's like mm-hmm. okay you don't want that happening, so you're yeah. a lot more emotional. You you're gonna express your thoughts a lot more, and you're gonna do what what it takes. Yeah, I agree. I like that they're not waiting till exactly it's their friend. They're exactly. like, oh, okay, right. Let's be proactive about this. And I felt like that was that was like the biggest problem with me, especially like going to work and stuff like that. It's just like that feeling that. You know, at first, like people weren't really talking about it. And I'm like, yeah. yo, it was bothering me so yeah. much, yep. like. Yep. Like, if this happens, you're going to wait till it happens to me yeah, for yeah, you yeah. to actually, like, realize that there's a problem going on. And it's just, like, it's it's refreshing that, you know, there's some people that are out here yeah, just, like, really Some, some companies has a wild workplace, Has a workplace changed for you guys? It's kind of <laughs> yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, you are. Listen, though. You can't really say that. You can't really say. You guys have been working at home, right? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can't really say that until you go back and see what happens. I mean, I've been going back. Oh, you well, have, my, but I but Is it full, like, full environment? Everybody's, like, like back to work? Like, you know, No, it's not full environment. Okay, yeah, gotcha, no. gotcha. I'm but, just saying these Zoom calls have been a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's yeah. not It's not the same. I, it's not the same. Not the same. I can't, I can't I mean, say yeah, it's I mean, the same. The whole conversation of race was, like, no go at work. 
Yeah. Could never talk about it. Yeah. You I mean, see, that's the shocking part. At least we had it. Like we had it. Starbucks. Dave, Dave, that, drop that, the ball. That would caught yeah. me off guard because I swear to God, two years ago or 2018, 2019, yeah, they, had, they closed your stores a whole day for this. Like, right. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Training in that. Yeah. Right. And then... The, that was out of left field. I didn't right. understand that. Right, right. right. And but then, and the thing and is, is that they're able to wear, say, like, pride stuff when it's June. Right. And it's just like, all right, mm-hmm. but you can do pride stuff, but you can't do be a be black person. You're a black person. I don't get it. <laughs> He's out here organizing his stuff. All, with some all I'm saying is, this guy. I'm just saying, you know, again, you know, with it's the, 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 the like black people, what we're facing. Um, uh, shout out to the LGBT and what they're doing, mm-hmm. but it's not the same level mm-hmm. as the basically all the racial injustice that black people I, have faced. I think it's not everyone... the same level. And sometimes I feel like in this country, it's a if LGBT and you know the movement towards black people and you know kind of all what we've been facing is at the same level. I don't think it's at the same level. I think it's a different this, fight. I think everyone's fight is you different. Guys, yeah. You guys know Michael Chase, the, yeah. the, yeah. the comedian? Yeah, comedian yeah. He put it perfect on his special, like on Netflix. You guys will watch it. He was talking about how like for black people, it's about like, it's as simple as like you, mattering. Like your life he matters, have. right? He, like we're asking for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says at least the LGBT where, you know, this, it's a moment, it's, a moment it's, a, it's about being equal and being, you know, having civil rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for black lives, it's like, how can we ask for our lives to matter? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so I, 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 I'm with that. I, I believe that again, with with what we're doing, especially with Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, it's it's re- you know, it's about living. It's about right. walking outside and feeling comfortable, just walking outside, knowing that I'm gonna live when exactly. I walk outside, right? Exactly. Yeah. I won't discredit necessarily, you know, the LGBTQ um, community. Um, as far as you know, what they experienced, they might they been. I mean, Orlando happened where they where right, they had a right, shooting that right. happened over there too. Yeah. So again, you know, the, they have aspects as far as um, you know what they experienced, but yeah, not to discredit it at all. Yeah. But it's, just t- like, it's too different. It, I feel like I it's, it's two diff- different things. Different yeah, it's like different yeah. things. Yeah. But at the same time, they're also the same fight in the sense that no, there how? are LGBT. Uh, how is it Q the same fight? Members. Not members. I said members. Are just people. <laughs> are black people. I mean, that are if, black if, people. If you're black, and, and the trans, the trans community is experiencing something that we don't necessarily talk about as, as well. Much, too. Yeah. The black trans community too. A lot. A lot of a, violence. There's a big. Them. There's a lot of violence that is happening to yeah. them as well too. So. So although they're. When I when when most people think LGBT, it's like they think of like the white gay person, right? Mm, right. It's like that's another thing. Is like wait a minute. There's a huge There's black, a huge black yeah, LGBTQ yeah, community, yeah, right. right? And so that's where the two go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. If it's an LGBT white person versus a Black Lives Matter campaign, different. then they're different. different but right. when it's like the two, I think that they're You're not making my point, exclusive. though. Yeah. But the LGBT, who are the most vocal mm-hmm. in the LGBT and what they represent? If you're black, trans, you're still treated, let's say black, trans, right? Mm-hmm. You're still treated as a black person first. Mm-hmm. Before what your sure. what you see your you know like your sexual preferences mm-hmm. or for example if you're a black gay man what are you treated as first yeah, black, black man yeah. how you know so I'm saying so that's why okay. I rank it I'm like first it's the fact because that you're like black your you don't have your right. basic human rights right 
unfortunately for LGBT now they have another layer of it. Yeah, okay. But yeah. what's the first layer that they face? Yeah, okay. It's okay, okay. the fact that yeah. you're simply black and you don't have your your human rights. You can't even practice it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's now, what I'm God saying. forbid, you want to be. Yeah, exactly. You are like. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's like what I'm saying. Media, so. This is out. This is on top. Nothing else is as important. I feel like or should be at the same level as the fact that basically, if you're black and you could want to go work on the street, you buying. You know, you give someone fake cat. You know, a counterfeit money that you didn't know about. You're going home from a store with skittles. Mm-hmm. You're getting hunted and getting killed. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I I think that in the black community it's it's the same fight, but mm-hmm, outside yeah. the black community not so much. <laughs> Different fights. There's just so much going on, man. It's, it's like, a lot. Twenty twenty has been man. the most ghetto year. This is over six. I saw that meme. That meme <laughs> is like. <laughs> that mean that's like you know I haven't used 2020, so twenty twenty, so I'm not uh, I'm not counting it as my age or something <laughs> like that. Bro, I haven't used any. Man, of when are we gonna catch a W in twenty twenty? Lord knows, bro. The funniest one I saw, and not to like keep conversation going on. You you guys have heard of the Will Smith in the in the. Ah uh-uh. uh, no no no. Uh, Ari <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Somebody said. Are we gonna get into that? Or so is that is so another time? Somebody said, <laughs> one, one hour forty. I just minutes. gotta say. I just gotta say. Somebody said it's only July, but Will Smith and Zayda have already gone through August. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh man, twenty twenty is crazy, man. Yeah. That relationship, yeah. I tell you, open, that whole thing. open relationship. What's that? I don't know. What's that? What's that? Open relationship thing. I am appalled. Association out. No way. But hey, that that thing's crazy, yo. Cause I mean, first he's had to deal with all these Tupac, you know, accusations yeah, and shit. And yeah. now it's like August Alcina coming along. I'm like, wait a damn minute. Yeah. I'm like that. It came out of nowhere too. We need, anyway, right. we need to wait for Jada's answer. So we'll see. I mean, she's going to the red table. Yeah, the, I'm I'm waiting for that episode. I she think that's gonna be table Yeah, she's doing a red table on it. With who? talking about it. Herself? With her daughter oh, and her and her mom. Why yeah. did they bring the daughter in this? Right. Oh, because I mean it's a, it's a it's supposed to be an open conversation yeah. with like, and that's like all different generations. Generational, so it's like they can have different conversations. Right. So she's bringing herself to the red table. Yep. She would Funny do how it. how the table's turn, huh? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, I wonder if Will Smith's going to be there. I doubt it, but... Hey, Will Smith, man. I, I pray for you. Your yeah, because I don't know how you're Will Smith come. is my guy, too. Yeah. Damn. Well, Will Smith has always had his... You know, did they... Was he... Accused before too of kind of not sticking up for black people as much before. Maybe. I don't know. Something he had some something controversial that I um, haven't really I ever heard him actually stick up for black people. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I'm seen like him be black. He had a platform yeah. too, but, he used but platform. I've seen yeah, Martin Lawrence like use his well, platform Martin, a but lot. you know, because yeah. Will Smith's yeah. persona, persona back then was you know like. The Fresh Prince yeah, or he the friendly, he the rapper the that they white, white communities more yeah, than yeah. anything. So, but but in the Fresh he Prince, his... he did speak on it. Because yeah, there's episodes, Uncle Phil there's episodes, and, and Carlton, and they got arrested right, got for arrested, being yeah, driving yeah, a nice car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not trying to question it. I'm just saying, I, it just doesn't ring a bell to me. Yeah, it's just not as outspoken in terms of like facts. I'm just saying, yeah, he had, he had a huge platform. We just don't see it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Well. Fun fact, Michael Jordan, since you were talking <laughs> shit about Michael Jordan, it's a fun money. fact. 
when Spike Lee was shooting the movie of Malcolm X and they were running out of money, uh-huh. guess who was a person? One of the persons who donated the most to help him keep him going. It was a Michael Jordan. Respect. Fun fact. If you didn't know. I'm not bagging the man. You don't always have to be... You could be doing for the community too. Behind closed doors. For sure. For sure. You don't have to be I'm not bagging the man at all. I'm just saying his playing style and the way he involves himself in the community are very like... They relate. They relate? Mm -hmm. If anything, they don't relate. We watched the documentary and see what he was on the court. There was nothing, you know... Behind the closed doors or, like, how he was playing, he was an alpha, right? He wasn't an alpha with the, you know, social cause for black people outside of the court. Yeah. He was not an alpha there. I meant more in the sense of, like, how did I mean this? this if he was best on the back. court, he could have been the best outside the court in advocating. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I don't knock it against Jordan. Though. Again, again, we, we, we go back to the original point that we made in the beginning of this whole conversation is about how educated actually are you. Right. So speak on Right. If his energy is him. all into basketball. All he knew was how to play basketball. <clears throat> right. You know, fine. Yeah, he could have educated himself. And I'm sure he, he knew better, too. But, you know, I don't knock it against Jordan. How people, you know, come after him, you know, and say, oh, Jordan didn't do shit for black people. Yeah. You know, maybe, I, yeah, maybe we shouldn't just say, like, oh, come after these people, but yeah. just, you know, try to at least figure out what they're... I know, think it's divisive. Doing. So I, you won't go after Candace Owen anymore? Uh, after who? Candace Owen? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's misusing her platform. But I mean, like, you know, like, if you bring somebody like Kendrick, like Kendrick Lamar, who's like, you know, he's spoken on this, like... All his, Wait, all his music, all his has music been about, is about yeah, like yeah, all this yeah. stuff, and then like people to come and say, "Oh, where's Kendrick while all this is happening?" It's like he's been here. Yeah, <laughs> you guys right. like, listen to all his team. music, like, and then you know exactly it, he's doing what he's good at. I'm like, y'all late. That if anything, you guys exactly. are late. So he's been like, there before us. Yeah, right. you know. So yeah, I, I don't don't misuse the platform. Is what it is basically. Yeah, it's good for us to check and see who's using their platform right, so that we don't listen to them. We meet them all, but we shouldn't go and start saying, "Oh, what about this person?" That mm-hmm. If we're not really sure if they stood up or not. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. not everyone. At the end of the day, we all don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. Except what we know. All right. Yeah, guys, uh, I think we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, 1 hour 45. Sheesh. Moving like Joe Rogan out here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We might end up doing, you know, four hour episodes. Four hour episodes. Somebody will go order some pizza, come back. (laughs) I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I saw in Area 51, that's where the aliens came in. (laughs) With Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz, okay, crazy, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. um, Yo, big thanks to you guys for. You know, taking time out of your day to come. I like how we didn't even say happy fourth. What's that? What's that? What's from? that? I don't know. I don't know what's that. It's what the happy fifth today. It's the fifth. Today's the fifth, right? Yeah. All independence days matter. Huh? Hey, you right. Yo. All independence days matter. Hey, some companies made Juneteenth a holiday, so. Facts. Hey, That's only when we recognize it. It should be a public holiday. Yeah. It should. Yeah. Just like how MLK Day should be a public holiday, too, everywhere. Mm. It just made a President's Day, I guess. I'm curious to see what Columbus Day looks like this Columbus year. Day. <laughs> what a fraud. <laughs> big fraud. Been canceled. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, but yeah, big up to you guys. Thank you for thanks, joining thanks, us. Man. Uh, appreciate yeah. you thanks having, having us. Shout out, pleasure. The Association of the Boys. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we look forward to the next time we do this. Yeah, on, sure. on recording. So yeah. 
Signing out. Thank you guys for listening. Stay blessed.